Broadcasting from London, Ontario, Canada to the rest of the world, it's Ask the Top. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Ask the Top. You have made this show successful on not just one, not two, but three different websites. ChrisToplak.com, TWM.news, TheReactionRoom.com. You can subscribe to Ask the Top on iTunes. And if you have downloaded one of those podcast apps, this show is made readily available on there. So you can receive an alert that says, there's a new episode. Tune in on your phone. I am sipping on a Miller Lite. If you're disappointed because you've tuned into previous editions of the program and you know I love my craft beer, yeah, I'm not really a light beer guy, but Miller Lite is one of the best beers on the market in terms of the light variety. I dig it. And yes, if somebody from Molson Coors or Coors Miller or any of them happen to be tuning in at this point in time, yes, you can give me a call. You can shoot me an email. Just don't knock on my door because I'm not going to answer it. It's 2017. Nobody answers the door anymore. Somebody knocks on it. You know, most times like a scared cat. Who is it? Is it a neighbor? How does somebody even know I live here? So call or email me. I'll, I'll take it. Don't worry about that. On the program today, a lot to get to. A Vince McMahon biopic. Highlights from the week. Brock missing payback. Surprise, surprise. Jinder Mahal. Morrow's replacement, broken, Matt Hardy, yes, and predictions for WWE payback. Now, if you're on social media, I am a social media addict. You can find me on Facebook. It's my Facebook fan page, Ask the Top. I often share news articles, images. I write some opinions on there. I ask some questions. Ask the Top on Facebook. I am most active on Twitter where I really share my opinions and my commentary during you know, wrestling matches and, you know, Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, all the pay-per-views, at Chris Tomblack on Twitter, at Chris Tomblack on Instagram, Google+, Tumblr, and, of course, ChrisTomblack.com. If you're actually looking at my social media updates, I actually just posted a picture of my George Foreman grill at the office. I'm busy. I oversee all the training for software, right, for my software company. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty busy for that. Right, I, I am our quote-unquote product expert. So, you know what? I'm tied to my desk a lot, helping out clients. Why not put a foreman girl there? It's resourceful. Never have to leave other than for the bathroom. So what is new in the WWE? Well, according to The Hollywood Reporter, TriStar Pictures is moving ahead on the Vince McMahon biopic. So looking forward to that. Whoever is playing Vince McMahon has to nail a couple things. You're fired, and also the Vince McMahon billionaire strut. They can't nail that. I don't want them attached to it. This project even has Vince's blessing, believe it or not. Cody Rhodes. Probably haven't heard that name in a while, but he's tearing it up on the indie scene, and it looks like Ring of Honor has him locked down. It's being reported that he has signed a contract with them. Now, if this were true, it would appear as though his relationship with Impact Wrestling will be coming to an end within the near future. The WWE has won the People's Voice Award. I thought it was Choice Award, but it was Voice Award for the 2017 
Webby Awards for WrestleMania 32. Now, I'm embarrassed to say, and again, I'm a social media addict. I'm all over the place. I I thought these sounded kind of made up, right? If you've been following me, you know about the Toppy Awards. They're completely made up, but people buy into them now. This sounded made up. Did my research. Apparently, they've been honoring the very best of the internet for 21 years. There are folks that listen to this program that are not even 21 years of age. The days of the dial-up internet. They're going to know nothing about that. Raw attracted its second lowest audience of 2017. And we'll get to the highlights from Raw. But let me first say, I thought it was definitely one of the most disappointing Raws of 2017. There's nothing about it really stood out to me other than a few of the highlights, which I'm going to get to. But overall, I mean... I would rate it about a three or four out of 10 being generous. So I can understand how and why that occurred. Speaking about highlights from Raw, I liked Finn Balor and Seth Rollins and Big Cass taking on Samoa Joe, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Neville and TJ Perkins versus Austin Aries and Jack Gallagher was also a good match. And of course, Matt Hardy versus Sheamus. Aside from that, nothing else really stood out. I thought SmackDown was the better show. They had a lot more Highlights on there, and speaking of which, highlights from SmackDown. Naomi versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship really stood out. Great match. I just really, truly disliked the finish of the match. We saw Natty, Carmella, and Tamina interfere, causing a DQ finish. Did not need that. Brizango finally receiving a push. It's long overdue. Give them a shot. After that Southpaw Regional Wrestling with the appearances there, I really think people are starting to care about them. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. I thought that was a good match. And of course, Baron Corbin just completely destroying Sami Zayn on Talking Smack. If you missed it, go check that out. He's apparently been, quote-unquote, suspended for a week without pay, according to Shane McMahon. Rusev being positioned as a top heel again. And not just a comedic top heel, but the monster that he was basically before he lost to John Cena at WrestleMania 31, thus ending his undefeated streak. So... That's really it from the WWE in terms of Raw and SmackDown. What I want to do next is get to your questions. This is what fuels the program. And then, of course, we'll cap off the show or we'll end the show, basically, with predictions for WWE payback this coming Sunday. Bud via Twitter. Why in the world would they let Brock skip payback? Follow-up. Why in the world is Bray slash Randy not for the title? Thanks. So, first of all, Brock only works so many dates a year. So it's clear that they're saving those appearances for some big matches. So we're not going to be seeing him again until he faces off against either Braun Strowman or Roman Reigns. That's just a fact, right? I do believe he should be there, especially this close to winning the belt or the title, I should say, at WrestleMania. But they let him skip it. I don't think it's it really devalues the championship. A lot of people are saying that it is. I'm of the minority that I don't believe so. I, I'm not certainly thinking about it at all. And maybe that's you know, the argument to say that's not a good thing. Now, when it comes to Bray versus Randy, got to keep in mind, obviously, they're on different brands. So that's a big reason as to why. And they're booking it more as a revenge match. So again, from a continuity standpoint, it should be for the title. It's not, but we move on anyway. Kendrick Davis via Google Plus, if Jinder Mahal is not successful at WWE Backlash against WWE Champion Randy Orton, who's next in line? Now, crazier things have happened, but it's highly doubtful that Jinder Mahal will go from 
basically a lower mid-card wrestler to a world champion in mere weeks, about a month or so, right, by the time it airs. So when he loses to Randy Orton in Backlash, I mean, I strongly suspect someone like Baron Corbin could eventually be next to receive a shot, but who knows for sure. He's one of the top heels at the moment, so it makes sense from a booking standpoint they had a match that I thought was pretty good recently. So for the record, just want to say this, I'm not particularly a fan of Randy Orton as world champion. All the talent in the world, he constantly reinvents himself. Of course, RKO out of nowhere, it's a great moment that can be replayed in, in GIFs and wherever else you take a look at. But that being said, he doesn't need to be champion right now. AJ would be the best flag bearer on SmackDown. Eagles, with a Z, brings HDTV via Google+. When will WWE give Mustafa Ali a cruiserweight title run? He's an incredible talent. Definitely has the potential to be a future champion. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. You have a double Austin Aries on tap, Jack Gallagher already in the main event scene, and Cedric Alexander, who I believe is so close to being that future champion, much closer than we would even suspect. I believe that they all seem to be more likely near-term candidates than Mustafa Ali, but it's going to happen one day, and it should. Nagin via Google+, Plus. When, when, when will Vince McMahon ever retire and give his company to Triple H? He's never going to give his company away, just to clarify. Vince McMahon will be the decision maker until he passes away. Until his very last breath, he controls the WWE. It is his baby. He grew it from the ground up. And of course, his father had a lot to do with it, but he changed the entire industry with his vision. His vision was bang on the money. But I can't see him giving up the reins to Triple H or anyone else for that matter while he's alive. Unless the board of directors somehow coaxed him into stepping down. It's He's just not going to retire. People say that even at his age, and I believe he's what, 71? He's still a workhorse. Gets about three hours of sleep a night. He works out constantly, obsessively. And he's always in meetings. He's always at the shows. He's not going to stop. He'll be 85 years old and perhaps he's in a wheelchair, but he'll still be kicking and he'll still be booking and he'll still be the main decision maker unless his brain starts to deteriorate. I know what you're thinking. You might be saying, Chris, it is now because of what he's doing with Roman Reigns. Ha ha. But unless the board of directors basically force him to step down, it's not going to happen. It's his company. Frank via Facebook message. I received a Facebook message on the fan page. Is Mike Goldberg replacing Mauro Ranello? This seems highly doubtful to me. Now, I did read that it's been reported that uh, Jim Ross has encouraged the WWE to sign Mike Goldberg. For those who do not know who Mike Goldberg is, he was the voice of the UFC for about 19 years. He wasn't perfect, but he provided them with so many memorable sound bites, and he was the soundtrack for the UFC, right? So I do believe he could potentially be an okay fit in the WWE. I don't know about what his knowledge would be like on the product, though, and I can't imagine that he would ever pursue a career in the WWE after calling MMA fights. Now, some would say, well, what about Mauro But he's always been drawn to both worlds, like I was for so many years, right? So I can certainly understand that perspective. Mike Goldberg has never dabbled in professional wrestling, so I just don't see it. But he's dabbled in hockey, in football, which was 
a very much a failed attempt. So fun fact, they actually attempted to sign Mike Goldberg over 10 years ago. I believe when they were actually searching for JR's replacement and they went with uh, Joey Styles, they contemplated bringing in Mike Goldberg and they were going to pay him a lot of money. And he said no. He was loyal to Dana White. He was loyal to the UFC. And at that time, as the sport was booming, it was the best decision that he could have made. But he's probably going to go over to Bellator or another organization where he stays in the realm of MMA and he makes a ton of money and works limited dates. Jacob via Twitter, Broken Matt Hardy. When will we see him? Very simple question. Matt keeps teasing the return of the broken character on Twitter, but it's really up to the mercy of the creative team, right? And I've read that Vince was adamantly against the idea until he heard the reaction of the crowd at WrestleMania. Then he warmed up to it. And you want to know why? Because he likely realized there's the light bulb. That's how many delete t-shirts we could sell. Delete, delete, obsolete. So imagine all those t-shirts that you could sell with delete on them or obsolete on them, probably a ton because let's face it and i've mentioned this in previous editions of the program revenue from of course you know t-shirts and hats and merchandise in general does dictate the push of characters i do believe it led a lot to aj styles being pushed when the fans rallied behind him and said we're gonna buy his shirt until it sells out and that was instantly so same thing could happen there they released the broken matt hardy t-shirt it sells out and all of a sudden they're off to the races predictions you can take to the bank yes you can take them to the bank just don't mortgage your house on this i don't want you going broke over my payback predictions wwe payback is taking place this sunday april the 30th from the sap center in san jose california it is a raw exclusive pay-per-view but due to the superstar shakeup it will actually feature some interbrand matches. So let's go through them and see if you can take them to the bank. Enzo Amore and Big Cass taking on the club consisting of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. That's on the kickoff show. I am going with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson to emerge victorious. I see this feud extending at least another month or so, but I do believe that they're going to win. They're probably going to cheat, but they will get their arms raised. Next, Cruiserweight Championship. Champion Neville taking on Austin Aries. I really dislike the fact this match is supposed to be on the kickoff show. It's a championship match. It deserves a little bit better. I predicted that Austin Aries would win at WrestleMania. I was wrong. I'm going with him in this match, though. I do believe the time is now. And I would like to see Neville in the hunt for that championship. Bitter full of resent, clawing to try and get that back. Prediction, Austin Aries, a double to emerge the new Cruiserweight Champion. The Raw Tag Team Championship. The Hardy Boys taking on Sheamus and Cesaro. The Hardys looked fantastic on a couple editions of Raw recently with Jeff taking on Cesaro, Matt taking on Sheamus. I really don't see Sheamus and Cesaro dethroning the Hardy Boys. They are going to emerge victorious prediction. The Hardy Boys. And hopefully, sooner rather than later, the return of the broken Matt and broken Jeff, or obsolete Jeff, Brother Nero characters. Can't wait for that. Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. 
I really enjoy the fact that the focus is on these two wrestlers and not Triple H. Triple H has to take the back seat. I'm glad he's not involved. Seth Rollins needs a victory. I believe Samoa Joe needs it even more. He needs to establish himself as the top heel on Raw. Maybe outside of Braun Strowman, but he's right there. I love Samoa Joe. I've been a big supporter of him since about 2004. Love to see him have his moment in this match. I believe it's going to happen. Prediction, Samoa Joe. United States Championship match. Champion Kevin Owens, who's now officially on SmackDown, taking on Chris Jericho. So, of course, these two have split apart. They are no longer best friends, according to Kevin Owens. They never were in the first place. Chris Jericho is set to take some time off, tour with Fozzie, I believe, in May. And Owens is already one of the top wrestlers on SmackDown Live. He's not going anywhere, and he's not losing this match. Prediction, Kevin Owens retains. The Raw Women's Championship, it is the champion Bailey going up against Alexa Bliss. Got to tell you, I really, truly miss Alexa Bliss on SmackDown. I thought that she was the perfect fit there, but already bringing her over to Raw and injecting her into the Raw women's title picture was a flawless victory. I was very pleased by that. Sasha Banks can actually take a second to breathe and focus in on something else. My brain says Bailey. My heart says Bliss. I really hope I go with my heart, but I have to go with my brain here. And I'm saying that Bailey retains because eventually I do believe they're going to lead to that implosion between Bailey and Sasha Banks and they'll probably square off at SummerSlam. That makes sense. The House of Horrors match. Randy Orton, the champion, taking on Bray Wyatt. And as I mentioned earlier, it's a non-title match. There are rumblings that a portion of this match will be pre-taped and then they're going to wrestle all over the arena and potentially, you know, destroy it or at least, you know, destroy some things that they possibly can. I do believe that Randy Orton will retain. And of course, Bray Wyatt will be heading into a feud soon with Finn Balor. Main event, or at least on paper, it appears to be the main event. It's Roman Reigns taking on Braun Strowman. Roman Reigns has been injured. Uh, in reality, his brother passed away, which was, you know, actually quite sad. The thing that was classless in a lot of ways is that they almost twisted it into a bit of a storyline, right? To kind of put Roman over, make him look stronger. And I really felt that they should have taken that and just removed it from this feud, right? I mean, reality, yeah, the line got blurred there. And that's, I understand, that's what made the Attitude Era what it was, but at the same time, they didn't really need to use that to propel him to say, hey, now he has another obstacle to overcome because he's already been banged up and, you know, he he was in an ambulance that was completely tipped over by the animal Braun Strowman. But you know what? Roman Reigns will overcome the odds yet again and get booted out of the building. Prediction, Roman Reigns to defeat Braun Strowman. Perhaps Braun Strowman will have a systematic break down and just destroy everything at ringside like he did recently with Kalisto. That could happen. So those are my predictions. You can take them to the bank if you want and go from there. So I appreciate you tuning in to yet another edition of Ask the Top. If you would be so kind, I ask one favor. You tell your friends and your family and strangers about this show. You like it. You retweet it. You share it. Do me that kindness and I will be forever grateful. And let's get more listeners tuning in on a weekly basis. Until we do this again, 
happy trails to you until we meet again. <laughs>